0: So much this great opportunity, and we don't take it for granted. So, Lord, as we uh, deliver Your message today, we actually to let someone's heart be transformed, let them grow spiritually, let them be able to mature in such a way that the world will know that You are part of their life. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Everybody, say unity. Um, together we stand. Stand Uh, as Paul was writing um, to the church uh, in Ephesus, I got the wrong one. Uh, As Paul was writing to the church in Ephesus, uh, he was in prison. Yep, he was in prison. And in prison, he was writing this letter and talked to them about the uniqueness uh, of being a follower of Christ, but being unified and connected. And understanding that your calling... And that you need to sell out really for Christ. Paul was writing uh, to let them know that everybody is important. Now, I want to reference something uh, because sometimes we feel like we are elite. We are exceptional. And sometimes in our our eliteness or our exceptionalism, um, we sometimes have a tendency to look down on people and think that uh, if they don't, believe the way we believe and they don't do it the way we want it done, uh, um, then God don't love them and I don't have nothing to do with them. And we take the scripture, uh, come out from amongst them and be separated. And then we don't do evangelistic work and we don't let the world know that we are alive. And so Paul in prison, uh, had to defend his authority, but more than anything else, he wanted to know early on in the letter, well, let's, let's look at the first part of it. He said, therefore, I am prisoner for serving the Lord. So, so what Paul was letting him know, I'm sold out for Christ. I'm in prison. I'm not in prison for anything I did wrong. I'm in prison because I made a commitment to serve God. And because I made a commitment to give my life to Christ, all right, that um, I'm in prison for that reason. He says, I want you guys to understand that as I write this letter to you. And and I want you to understand uh, that it's important that we come together and be strong in the kingdom. Extremely important. And so um, despite the struggles, despite what's going on, he says, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Paul says, I'm begging you all right, to lead a life worthy of your calling, all right, for you have been called by God. He says it's important for us to understand that this is crucial. He says you have to live a life worthy of calling us into the ministry, accepted Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, for God I live and for God I die, all right. I'm so out for him, all Right it's important. He said, I'm begging you. I'm begging you with everything inside of me. The reason why he was doing that, I think, is because there's going to be some serious struggles in 2021. It's going to be happening. The enemy is going to attack us like never before. He hit us with a pandemic. Murder is happening across the entire country. It seemed like the enemy's hidden hitting on every turn. It seemed like people can't catch a break. Uh, it seems like the world is flipping upside down. Things are happening. Uh, we just, I was just watching the news the other day, and uh, a building just collapsed. A condominium just collapsed. Collapsed, and they can't even find you know. So the people up under bricks and, and concrete, they can't even find them. Right? And they just seen, and I can see the people crying and screaming. And one of the articles, the girl said, I just want to lay on top of the bricks. Uh, it seems like the enemy is coming in uh, like a whirlwind. Right, these are the times when people need to know who God is. These are the times, Mr. Smith. These are the times when people have to, that God is alive. And they're gonna only know it, man, through you. So Paul is telling them, said so listen, I'm earning you and I'm begging you all right, to live a life worthy of your calling. You've been called by God to do kingdom work. You've been called by God to love like never before. You have to love like never before. You have to look at people, man, the way people. People are hurting and they need to know that God is alive and it's only going to happen through us. And we have to be so unified and so together, right, that there's no room for error. There's no room for the enemy to come in to create any kind of problems. For God so loved the entire world that he sent his son into the world to embody us. Now watch this here because the word became flesh and it dwelt among us. The Holy Spirit comes into our life so we can truly be a reflection of the king. And we have to show the world, man, that God loves them just like he loved us, right? And so, Paul, I'm begging you, I'm begging you, church, all right, to walk worthy of who you say you are. The question is whose side are you on? And did God really embrace you? And did you really embrace him as you said? We say that we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We say we took the word of God and the word of God became a guiding light. in our... Well, we're going to talk about that today, right? And it's important for us to understand that, man, as we move forward as Paul is ter- talking to the church of Ephesus. But I want to show you the unity, Frida, the unity and the power in us, man, coming together, being together. We cannot divide. I was thinking when, uh, when the United States of America um, was founded, all right, uh, and the Puritan John uh, Withram came across the Atlantic Ocean, uh, placed himself uh, with, uh, with the Israelites, and he, he treated, when the Europeans came across, they act like as though they were the Jews. So they said, we came to this promised land. And when they came to the promised land as European Christians, uh, they came in, but they did not come as Christ. They came as European Christians. They did not come as followers of Christ. You know they didn't come as followers of Christ because when they came in, man, they annihilated the natives. They literally, man, created a genocide, right? And they was doing things, and they was taking Scripture, and they was taking Scripture, and they was twisting it in such a way uh, and they would literally, man, justify in violence. And they would justify being able to take the land. All right? Now, keep in mind, they word. Now, this is important. I want you guys to the miss this. They knew the word, but they chose to use the word to their advantage and not on behalf of the kingdom. Are you using the word according to the word or are you using it according to what you want? Are you a follower of Christ and really truly a follower of Christ and you see people and when you see people, you see them as God sees them, right? And, And if we do, we have to come together, look at the word of God and let the word of God come into our life and we love people the way God loves them, right? And my calling is to love the hell out of you, right? So I don't care how bad you are, I don't care what's going on in your life. I am to love you regardless of because it's the difference maker because I won't do for you if I don't love you. So I have to care for you, all right? And everybody, no one's exempt, has some issues in their life. So you don't get to think you're exceptional because you have not been exposed and know your flaws, right, and love anyway. I got to prove it, so we got to work with it, all right? Now, so he goes on the next verse. He says, always, everybody says say always. always. He says, as you go and you be unified, as, now remember they're trying to influence the world. It's a small group of people trying to influence the world, Mrs. Smith. They're trying to influence the world. The Roman Empire, they're trying to influence the world. Here's what he says, Kiki. He says, always, I don't care what they are doing, you always be humble. And always be what? Gentle. Why is that? Because you have to represent the king. You're different. You're you're different. He said, you have to always remember that, right? because eyes are on you, and listen, and it, listen, the world depends on you. God was a king, and he wanted to colonize. So he gave us his spirit. He created us, and and some of us got a hold of it. We caught it, and those who grabbed it are to walk worthy of it. Now, the people that didn't get it, we're not going to hold them accountable. But for those who know, much known, stay with me. Now, he says, be patient. Everybody said patient. Be patient how? With each other. As you interact with people, man, be patient. Don't look at people based on the color of their skin or their economic status or their gender preference, right? See people like God see them, and he loved them despite who they are. Because you know he said it because he said, nothing could ever separate us from the Lord. It does not matter. Just because Satan got in and he deceived some, doesn't mean God stopped loving you, right? So we get to be uh, his reflection. So he says, now be patient, with each other. Now, watch this here. Making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Now, why do you say make allowance for each other's faults? Because we all have them. Right? So we can't, if a brother or sister, Lucy, is overtaken in a fault, you which are spiritual, you who understand the principle, who understand Christ, right? To restore that person. Because you know. Now you can where well, they should know. Sometimes people sit in the pews and they really don't know. right? But because you know, you should be different. You're the game changer, you're the difference maker. Right? That's what the kingdom is all about. The kingdom is about being a different maker. I, I'm glad I'm on this side. I'm glad I'm on the side of the king. I'm on the dream team. Right. So 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 I'm excited. So when I look at people, we have to look at them and we have to make allowance for their shortcoming. Now, remember, Stephanie, everybody was raised differently. Now, just because someone's not raised the way you was raised. Right. Try not to hold them to a standard that your mother held you to. Because you had a mother and a father in a Christian family and they gave you some values. The other kid had to raise their siblings. I remember one time a guy told me, he said, Mr. Duran, I promise you, man, I don't want to sell no drugs. But he said, but I, I, I had to survive. I said, man, but God will do it for me. He said, I know. He said, but it was, it was, it was tough being hungry. He said, I, I wasn't selling no drugs to hurt nobody. I was trying to live. And here's the thing. That's all I knew. Now, for the Christians, the ones that's born again, they're like, man, get out of here with that. But for those who know who was there and God delivered you, you know where they were. So, and so you understand, okay, I got to continue to pray for them. And I got to make allowance for their faults. And what I'm going to do is, I can't change you, but I sure can pray for you. And I don't have to run you down and talk about you like a dog and say you ain't no good. And you're not. I can pray for you until God delivers you. Now here's it. I know He's a deliverer because if I told people to stand up who was a mess and God changed them, I think people would just be jumping up doing cartwheels, clapping their hands. Because God did something for all of us. He's a game changer. And it does not matter how rich you was. It does not matter how poor you were. It does not matter the color of your skin. Everybody got a story. Everybody has some trauma. Nobody's exempt from it. Everybody had it. And God brought you through it. Ask me how I know he brought you through it. Because you're sitting here. Yeah. Yeah. So now, if he can do it for me, then surely I can pray that he do it for you. Yeah. You know, Nico family, word, won't he will? All right. So then he says this in verse 3. Make every effort. Everybody say every effort. Amen. To keep yourself united in the spirit. Here's what he's saying. Whatever you do, people, stay connected to the king. Stay united in Christ. You got to understand God's principles and operate by them, and we have to always stay connected according to the word of God. Now, now, now it's important. Here's what he says. Make every effort to keep yourself united in the spirit Binding yourself together with what? The, listen, we're not causing no problems here. All right? We're binding ourselves together. We, we, listen, God is a God of peace. So people can justify. Now watch this. Well, you know, so-and-so, on, so-and-so. On, yes, yeah, because you want to do it. So you can always justify what you want to do. But you have to do what the word of God tells you to do. And here's the beauty of God, He always gives you a fork in the road. And you have to choose what fork to take. Am I going this way? Am I going that way? Now I'm telling you, uh, I went down that road before. I used to shoot dice on the corner, I used to steal hubcaps off cars. And then God turned me out, and I made $100,000 a year. I went to college. He turned my life. So I, wasn't, I, was, I was no longer stealing hubcaps. I was getting them stole from me. That wasn't good. I think God did that, Mr. Smith. He said, because uh, you're going to reap what you sow. You sowed it. Now, I, came, I, I always tell you this story. I came out of church. I was excited, Brad. And I had, he bought me a brand new Renata line. I had those shiny rims. I, put, those, I got me some, put them on there. I came out of church. I was feeling good. It was a nice sermon Pastor preaching, it was a church of God in Christ and we were shotting our way out of the church. I went out there with no hubcaps on that car. I didn't even call the police, man. The Holy Spirit said, you remember when you stole them? You reap what you sow. Right. Now, uh, that's a little humor. The humor's good for you, right? Now, so God is a God of peace. Now, the thing that unites us, or binds us together, man, is the word of God. And here's the thing. God gave us all all oh, Jesus, whether you accept him or not. Now, I want you to hear that. I want you to hear that because, you know, some people, well, you, whether you accept him or not, he still gave him to you. Now, you, listen, so you have, you have access to the electricity. You don't have to flip the switch. But you still have access, and whenever, J.C., whenever you want to hit the switch, you got power. Cause you have access to it. God gave you access to it, and He knew some of us, man, was gonna be fumbling through the dark and didn't know where the switch was on the wall. But once we kept fumbling and fumbling, and we hit that switch and we saw the light, we said, "Oh, won't He do it?" Right? A light, a light came on, and we became the light of the world. All right. Now, so it's important. Now, understand something. So here's what it says: because you are the salt. Everybody said the salt. So then Matthew and Jesus would tell him, listen, I want you to understand them. You guys are now the salt of the world, right? Now, he's, now you're unified. You're the, everybody said the salt. So you're the one man that adds the flavor. You're the preserver, right? He said, listen, you are so unique that you get to preserve the earth. It only go, it go as you go. It's you, it's, it's you. Eyes are on you. I know you don't want them to be on you, but they're on you. They, they, they all, you, don't get to, you don't get to dodge this thing, right? Because people want to know what God looked like and they're watching you because you said you were saved. So they want to see what he looked like in your life. And if you do it right, they're going to follow you. They're they, they, they coming after you. They want to know, because I want to be like them. Some people say, oh, it's so much so, they, 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 they say, ooh we, I want to be like them. And when you leave a church, guess what they do? Sometimes they leave too because they'll say, well, it must not be all that, because I know they will saved. and if they leave, I'm leaving. So some must be wrong. Eyes are on you because you are the preserver. You're the one that adds the flavor, and you're the, you're the preserver. of the earth. Now, that, that was unique when he said that. So then uh, he goes on and says in verse uh, uh, Matthew 5, it says this here, you are the what? Light of the world, like a, what, a city on a hilltop, and you can't be, I don't care what nobody say. Once you've accepted God into your life, and you've accepted Jesus Christ, and the word of God has come into your life, is something about you, and you stand out, and you give light to the rest of the world. So when people are dealing with something, man, they want your advice. They want to know what you got to say about it. They want to know what you, how you think about it. What do you, what do you feel about it? How, how do you feel? What they doing is they honor you, man, because they've been watching your life. They say I trust you, so you like don't trust me, don't don't uh, girl, don't you uh, don't uh, don't pay no attention to me. We are doing that because we know we are doing stuff we ain't got no business doing. So you know you know I'm human now. Don't watch me. The problem is they don't know God, so they only know God through you. So we get to preserve the earth. Right? We become the light. We're the light of the world. So we get to show the world some light. In the middle of darkness, there is hope. And if he did it for me, surely he can do it for you. So that's our testimony as we evangelize to other people. right? And so we become the light on the hill and we cannot be hid. And I don't want to be hid. I want to give light to the world. I want to be the one that somebody call up on the phone even though I don't want the phone call. I want, I love for you to call me and say, Pastor Durham, uh, I was, I don't understand what's going on. Can you help me? It's really a compliment to the life I live. So they see you, right? And listen, these are people who don't know how to pray. They don't have a relationship with God. So they come and so their relationship with God is you. So they call you up on the phone and ask you some questions and ask you to pray. Would you please pray for me? Right? So you didn't think you was nobody. You thought you was just a nobody. You thought you was hiding. You didn't realize that you was on top of the hill and your light was shining and they believed that you had a relationship with God. So they said, would you please pray for me? And in the back of your mind, you're like, you don't want me to pray. Right? The, the thing is, uh, you're, you're, but you're, you're like a city sitting on top of a hill. And what happens is, and you do love the Lord, and Satan wants to dim your light. So Satan is going to always try to take you down a path, man, contrary to what God wants you to. Because you know to do right. You know without a shadow of doubt, but you choose to do you. I'm going to do me. I I got to do me because it feels good to me, right? So he said, listen to me. It's important, right? And so then Matthew goes on and says, and let, now here we go. Everybody says, about to get good and about to close this thing real good. Everybody says, real, real good. Now, here's the deal. As, as Paul writing in the, end of, in the gospel writes, here's what he says in the gospel, right? Let your good deeds, everybody says, let my good deeds. What to it say? Pause. Now, it's important that the life that I live is worthy. So the things that I do, now I'm going to let my good deeds, the things to do, and I want it to shine out in such a way, man, that everybody can see it. Why is that? I want them to see what God looked like with skin on it. I'm not saying you're God. I'm saying that the Holy Spirit comes into your life, man, so you can be a reflection of him. So they get to see God through your life. So let your life so shine that men may see your good works. And then they're not going to glorify you. They're going to glorify God that bless you. Right? So when it says, uh, let your good deeds shine out for everybody to see, that means I'm going to be doing what's right on behalf of the gospel. Go back to the beginning, man. Know your calling. I beg you to walk worthy of your calling, to walk worthy of being a follower of Christ. That's how we're going to change. All the stuff that's going on, you have to make sure, I don't care what's going on, I don't care how many people are shooting over here, I don't care what's going on over here, you make sure that you right. You're responsible for you, not everybody else, not even your children, right? You're responsible for you, right? Now, uh, I, it's important because I got to make sure I'm right, man, before I can even train anybody else. I can't, I can't train up a child the way they should go when I'm wrong, so I got to make sure I'm right. So I got to focus on me. Right? So I got to let my good deeds shine so everybody can see it. Watch what happened. What they're really seeing is God in action. Because the love of God shines through us and it impacts other people. Right? Then he goes on and says, so that everyone, everybody say everyone. everyone. What else? We'll do what? Praise. Who are they going to Praise listen, when you do things, listen, when your heart is right and you do things, man, they're going to praise God, not you. Now, what happens is they're going to thank you for the ones who don't know no better, right? Because they don't see God working in you. But as they start to reflect, as they start to thank God for you, you direct them right to him. So what I'm doing is not, is not I. But it's a God that lives inside of me. That's why I do what I do. I do it so now I get a chance, man, to evangelize and tell the world how good he is. So when you start praising me and, and saying, oh, man, he's so awesome and all that, I said, thank you. Then right away, I said, this is my great opportunity, man, to, to plug him in. I said, yeah, man, what, I'm telling you, man, if it wasn't for God, man, what would I be? I'm telling you, I know, I know you appreciate everything I did, but I promise the only reason I have, only reason I was able to help you with your rent is because God blessed me to have a few extra dollars. It's, it's all because of him. If it wasn't for him, I don't know what I would do, right? Now, so, now watch. So as we work together, as it, now let's go back to unity. As we work together and walk worthy of our calling, we work together for each other, and as together we Divided we. If you want something to go, the more I told somebody, if I get in the fight, it's good, Lance. If I get in the fight and I want to hit you like this here, we're in trouble. <laughs> but if I ball him up, Lance, you know, Lance like he was tough in the prison. He like, I ball him up every time he, you know, when they had Lance, one thing he was tough. He said, man, I was in the joint and I had a man. They didn't want none of these. <laughs> he, he always throws that, hey, he's, but brother, they ain't want none of these. But I was in the joint and I I had these things. They didn't want me to throw none of these on them. You know, I'd be laughing at it. But here's the thing. He never said, man, they ain't want me throwing no leaves at them. Right? Here's what happened. So, when you're unified, when you come together as a fist, and you're so unified together, then we can fight the devil together. Right? That's why we have to stay together. We have to stay unified and stay tight. The minute we break up and think we can do it individually, we can't fight that demon by ourselves. We got to be a village. Right? And the more we stand together and we unify, man, then he can come in and work amongst us. And then we become even stronger. But if we divide it and we think we can do it, you know, some people, man, they think, I don't need nobody. You know, listen, church would be a whole lot different if I had to lead praise and worship. I promise you. It'd be a whole lot different if you wouldn't me to lead praise and worship. Kiki said no. And she she's ain't no spirit in that. Right? so, but us working together, man, everybody have their part. We do it. That's the beauty of us coming together in unity. Everybody say unity. unity. So when he tells us this, so that everyone, 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 everybody say everyone. everyone. Will praise our heavenly father. Now, this is important as I close this thing. I want you guys to understand something. The power of us are coming together. The city seems like it's in trouble, but it's not. Right? I know I know everybody's man. People are dropping like flies. They're really not. It's a whole lot of people in Muskegon. Just a few people drop. We just happen to know them, right? So it's a whole lot more people ain't getting shot. Don't y'all understand that? Don't y'all miss that piece, sir? Huh? There's a whole lot of people not getting shot, right, and not getting killed. Now we don't like it when something would happen, but the devil—I don't care what he do—he can't—he out, can't outdo God. So a lot of us, we gotta listen. So the ones who's not, why don't we come together? And continue to pray for each other, lift each other up, strengthen each other. Remember years ago, how you couldn't go down the street? Now some of you guys are old, so you know this. Here, you know, uh, if you went down the street, uh, if you did something wrong, you might get a whooping all the way home. Yeah, yeah, you got a whooping all the way home. You might get about three or four whoops before you got to the house, right? That means everybody had the authority to whoop you. Every adult. You know, you couldn't. Every adult had, had the right. Because, watch this here, uh, because everybody looked out for everybody's children. So, so, so and, and here's the thing, and, and the beauty of it is uh, uh, they were together. You know, I'll never forget. I, I know some of you all don't understand. This don't make sense to you, Spud, because, you know, you had your mom and dad were working together. But I remember my mama borrowing sugar. You know, she told me to go next door. And say, tell them what you give us, uh, Can we get a cup of tablespoons of salt? Now, we was broke. <laughs> when you ain't got no salt, you was broke. <laughs> Brad, when you had to borrow salt, you was broke, man. <laughs> Don't be laughing. at me the honor of Pentecost. But that's what happened. I do remember that going, so borrowing something. Yeah. You had to borrow, man. It was so, listen. But everybody worked together. So if I had it, you had it. Right? And now Listen. Now God has blessed us and we have so much more. Imagine if we had the same mindset now as the body of believers and we could become unified. One could chase a thousand. Right. Can you imagine how many people we can impact, man, when we come together? Right. As the body of baptized believers, you know how impactful we could be, how we can change the world. I told my wife the other day, I taught for 18 years. 18 years I was a school teacher. In 18 years as a teacher, I'm not talking about administrator, I never, ever remember a kid in my 18 years, man, ever disrespected me in my classroom in 18 years. In 18 years, never happened, right? And But I, you know what I did? Uh, I, I grew up in the hood. I grew up in the hood. So then I had a philosophy that my philosophy was that they were my kids. So I loved the kids. Now, some kids got in some serious trouble, Lucy. They did some crazy stuff. Right? And then I would go and I would cover for them. I would bring them and I would talk to them, pull them to the side, and, and, and got them out of trouble. Right? And, and the thing is, and what I did was I showed them love. And now, when I became the principal, watch what happened. Kids would do something, man, and then they would come and tell me what was going on before it happened. So if a fight was going to happen, because I built a relationship with the kids and I loved them, they would tell me, Mr. Duran, after school they all talking about fighting down in the gully. So I would go down in the gully before they get there. Those who don't know what the gully is, right? Man, what Mr. Duran doing out here in the gully? Shoot, right? But it was it was the it was the unity, right? It was, the, it was the kids coming together, they, watch this, head. they, what, I want you to get this, I'm done. They did not want, even, we think kids want to see the fight. They didn't want to see their friends fighting. They didn't want to see anybody get hurt. Some of them didn't like bullies, right? So they would sneak and tell me what was going on. So they, we worked together as a team, and then we avoided a lot of fights and a lot of things happening. Imagine us coming together as a body of baptized belief with the power of the Holy Spirit working with us you tell me we can't impact this world you tell me we can't change the world you know all you got to do is show love love wins Everybody said, "Man, I can't deal with these young folks they're crazy I promise you these young folks ain't better than Jesus they, they ain't better than the guy that created them he's a spirit listen uh, uh, JC listen Ain't no, if he changed us, we know he can change them. Yeah, we was. If he changed us, you think he can't change them? Why we think he can't change them? Oh, they too bad. What? Man, they was cutting people with razors back then. They cut your hair. and they, was, they had a razor in their pocket. People was cutting and gambling, right? And God delivered those people. And some of them pastors now and deacons now and mothers now. But they was carrying razors 25 years ago, 30 years ago. But God took the bottle away, the razor away, the gun away, the dope away, the serpent away, the needle away, and now they saved and sanctified. Amen. If he can do it then, he can do it now. You know what changed? People prayed for us. And because they prayed, listen, he didn't got come when they wanted, but he was right on. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. So you guys got, you got responsibility to be unified and believe. Now, so stop all the negative talk and quit talking about everybody and being on the side of the devil and saying they ain't going to do this here. And stop praying for them and then call the people and say, let's pray for them. All right? Let's make a difference. And let's, let's do for them, watch this here, what the old folks did for us. They, they, they was patient with us, man. They was, listen, those little 50 cents and the little dollars, man, to go to Cracker Jack's store to get me an oatmeal cookie with the jelly in the middle was good. It saved me. Amen? Amen. So let's do it. Now, hey, listen, so walk. Everybody say walk. walk. Worthy, Worthy. Of, your of your calling. Everybody stand to your feet. We've accepted Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and we said he's the Lord of our life. Satan wanted to make us think, man, that Satan, he's greater than us. He's not greater. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. We got to believe that we are the salt of the earth, we are the light of the world, and we have God working with us. He gave us his spirit, right, and he gave us the power, and he told us we will be able to cast out demons so we can do it in the name of Jesus. So let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for the Holy Spirit you give each one of us. Thank you for bringing us into relationship with you. Thank you, Lord, for being such a blessing in our life. We are all standing here today because someone who had a relationship with you prayed for us and gave us an opportunity, man, to turn our life around. Thank you for using them to be a blessing to us. Thank you for allowing their light to shine that we could see you in their life, and then we embrace the God that they, they love. So, Lord, we want to live in such a way that we impact. And, Lord, we ask you right now in the name of Jesus, when the enemy come and try to make us think somebody's terrible, we got to be able to see them like you saw us, and be able to pray for them, that you give them strength and love. We thank you for everything you're doing. Continue to bless us, and we'll continue to give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. amen. You all may be seated. Thank you all so much for today. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the message. Uh, and I hope you guys see the love and see our assignment that we have. Um, and We have a lot of work to do, so we can't give up. Everybody say we can't give up. We, we got to keep on believing, keep on hoping, and God will make a difference. It's a time of giving. Um, we ask you all to be a blessing to the ministry. Give the Lord a hand clap. You guys have been absolutely amazing in your giving, so continue. Remember. Side a portion for God, and then God always blesses you. If you remember, you reap what you sow. So, whatever you sow, you get it back. Good measure pressed down, shaken together. Watch this. Men will give under your bosom. God may open up an opportunity to give you a, something. I don't know a promotion or whatever. I don't know how you' gonna do it. He did it different for me, and he do it for you. But I tell you one thing: you can't beat him giving. Right? Amen. So please continue to bless the ministry. And we're gonna continue to be a blessing to the community. Amen. 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 Everybody stand. You can give online, whatever, however you want to do it, write a check, whatever. Lord, as we lead this place, but never your presence. Lord, we ask you um, to come into the heart. For those who bow your heads, for those who don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, we ask you today to let them accept you into their heart. Let them accept your word into their life and let your word guide their life. In the name of Jesus, they cannot move without you. They cannot be what you want them to be without your presence in their life. And, Lord, you gave us that Holy Spirit. So we ask you to come into their life, those who don't know you, today. Just repeat these words. Let me say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. And let me be able to impact others the way you impacted me. In Jesus' name, amen. Consider yourself dismissed. May God bless you. We love you. And have an awesome, awesome day.